Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Welcome to episode six of the Bagels and Locks podcast with David Santola. My name is Chase Midorski. Big sports week. I mean, we talked about it last week, but college football is in full swing. MLB postseason. I got Dodgers Giants game four on in the background. Dodgers up uh, two nothing in the bottom of the third in Los Angeles. Turns out hockey was back today. Found that out this morning. That was news to me. Yeah, um, that was also news to me earlier this afternoon. Um, but it'll be fun. I'm not the biggest hockey fan, but you know, it's, uh, it, it feels like it's like balls flying by, you know, hockey's already starting up basketball coming up soon. Um, but should be exciting. I agree. It's, it's funny, man. These sports are creeping up on you. I mean, you just said it, it's, it's like the NBA preseason. I read it's in their last games. Um, and it's just like, what are the odds of that? I feel like the NBA just ended. Yeah, I mean, after this week, we'll be more than a third of the way through uh, the NFL season. It's crazy. And I'm sure all of you guys are just so happy that baseball's almost over. <laughs> just happy I don't have to listen to Yankee fans talk anymore. They've been real quiet these past couple of weeks. When, well, hold on. We recorded this after the Yankee game last week, right? Like, I already gave my – the Yankees just got their asses kicked playing in simple rant. Yeah, 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 yeah. No okay. need to rehash. All right, I'm just making sure that, you know, I'm up, up to date on how I feel about the team. Um, last week, I actually had a solid week. Uh, I went 3-1-1. One, and one. Uh, The push, I think it was my first tie of the year, was Packers minus three against the Bengals. Um, and I've never sweat out a bet, sweated out a bet more in my entire life. That Packers-Bengals game, uh, there was four missed field goals in the fourth quarter. Actually, I think five missed field goals in the fourth quarter and overtime as well as the Mason Crosby missed extra point um, kickers across the league, figure it the fuck out. I mean, it is just brutal to watch. Uh, so pushed on the Packers missed on Michigan minus, I think it was minus five against Nebraska. They ended up winning that game by three points um, hits for the week. Coastal Carolina was minus 20 and a half. They won by 30 plus points. I keep riding. As they do. Keep riding Coastal until we can't ride it anymore. They're not playing this week. It's really devastating for me. Not really sure what I'm going to do with myself. Um, my other hits, I t- said take Astros minus 130 to win the series against the White Sox. Astros took care of business, won that series in four games today, 10 to 1. Uh, and my other hit was Titans minus four against the Jaguars. Titans are missing Julio and AJ, and it didn't matter uh, because cheaters never win. And in this sense, Urban Meyer tried to cheat on his wife and he lost big against the Titans. Yeah. Um, I, I think some of those themes were, were true for me, too. Um, I, I rode with you on the, the Michigan bet. Um, and shout out to, to all the guys in the bar who we, uh, at 10 o'clock, drunkenly decided to take them live in the middle of the third quarter. Um, that was a really nice, fun win. I did that. Uh, I, been... did, I did that in an apartment. So we were very much on the same page there. Yeah. I mean, there's no better way to lose money than uh, a couple drinks in. You look around and you're like, oh, you know, we, we all hate Michigan. Like, this would be fun. 
And then you just put way too much money on a game that you hadn't even planned on betting 15 seconds earlier. So um, caution all the listeners against that. It's, uh, it's a slippery slope. Um, yeah. And then, and sweat a lot of bets out. Um, I big time sweat out Arkansas plus six. And anybody that watched that game uh, it was crazy. Um, Arkansas won on a, Oh no, Ole Miss one. I'm sorry. Ole Miss won on a, a missed two point attempt by Arkansas um, at the last second. But if that game had gone to overtime, I, I would have been in trouble. And, and uh, the whole game, I just never really felt safe. Um, and then I hit on Iowa minus two against Penn State. Uh, they only won by three. So I sweat that one out. Um, missed on Louisville. I, I keep saying that uh, Louisville is this great offensive team. And then I kind of been discovering that. Uh, I just thought that because they they uh, exposed the Wake Forest defense that has now gotten exposed every week since um, this re- week, most recently by Syracuse, which is humiliating for a lot of reasons. Um, hit on Pittsburgh minus one. I was dead right there. I keep saying the Broncos are uh, are frauds, and I'm going to keep riding on that train, although not this week. Um, and I missed on uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, and honestly, that'll probably be the last time I bet on the Raiders this uh this year for for moral reasons as well as performance reasons so i mean that uh, that raiders loss might have been the dud of the nfl season i mean they put up nine points against the bears no agreed um yeah to see gruden go out on a on a whimper like that uh we didn't realize he was going out but um whole situation there is is obviously very sad and uh i i was a big raiders better early on in the season and i doubt i will be for the remainder of the season, it'll be interesting to see what happens there now that our buddy John's gone. Not our buddy for the record. We're anti. I agree. Too much uncertainty in Las Vegas to be picking the Raiders one way or the other. Um, here's or you a... want to go first? Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. Here's I, I guess before I make a pick, though, I just want to say, Dave, um, I mean, the Demon Deacons are 6-0. and You're more than entitled to do a little bit of gloating. You know, it's been two overtime wins in a row, but – Six and zero in the class of the ACC is six and zero in the class of the ACC. Yeah, there's a time to gloat, and it's uh, it's not after beating Syracuse in overtime. So uh, maybe after we beat Army by uh, two or more scores. Fair enough. I will go first. Then uh, I got two college, three NFL this week. Uh, the first college game we're going to pick is Michigan State minus four and a half at Indiana. Uh, this Michigan State team six and zero. Uh, last week, I know it was against Rutgers, but they won 31-13. They had a 300-yard passer, a 200-yard rusher, and a 200-yard receiver. Uh, Kenneth Walker, former Demon Deacon, it's looking like he is overtaking uh, just about everybody else in the Heisman race with Bama losing. I mean, he's already got 912 yards, nine touchdowns, six games into the year. Uh, and ultimately, I, I just think this Indiana team, you know, Similar to Richmond in Ted Lasso, they were the plucky upstarts last year. Everybody loved them and their coach, Tom Allen. But, you know, I think the talent gap has caught up to them a little bit. Obviously, Michael Penix does not look fully recovered from that torn ACL. Uh, I think Michigan State's going to go in and keep rolling to 7-0 and with a uh, date in Ann Arbor looming in the near future, potentially in a battle of undefeated Michigan teams. Well, what was the line on this one? I got it at minus 4.5, Michigan State. 4.5. Yeah, I, I kicked this around. Um, ultimately, I think I agree. Not, not because I think Michigan State's so good. Um, I don't think they've really beaten anybody, and that's kind of uh, – I think that's shown in their, their 11 ranking. Um, but I, I really don't think Indiana's any good. You know, they haven't really played 
uh, competitive game against against anybody great this year. Um, Chase, you look like you're about to say something. No, there was almost just a grand slam in the uh, Dodgers Giants game, but the guy made a nice catch to end the inning. That hence my facial expressions. Carry on. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have much more to say there. In Indiana, they're not a good football team. Um, so Michigan State, I think they'll keep doing what they're doing and beating up on the shitty teams in the Big Ten. Uh, climb up those rankings. Um, my first pick, uh, this one game actually started uh, 21 minutes ago now, but we started recording a little while ago. So I think Chase will let me slide on this. Um, You know, I, I've been, I've been doing a lot of reading this week um, about, you know, bets that different sharps around the world. Like Um, I know my record was three and two, but I took a a severe beating on all of my other bets this past weekend. And I'm trying to get a little smarter for it. Um, And a lot, a lot of guys seem to really like, the Seattle Kraken, or I forget their names, yep, the Seattle hockey correct. team tonight, plus 190 <laughs> in Vegas. It seems like a really stupid bet to me. Like, this is their first game ever. They're in Vegas. The Knights are supposed to be pretty good. I think, like, six of these octopus guys are uh, on the COVID list and not playing tonight. But I swear to God, I kept seeing this shit come up in all the blogs. And uh, it'd be fun. Man. I'm going to bet on the, the Seattle octopus. Well, you know what I think they're going off of too. I mean, don't forget the Vegas Knights a couple of years ago when they were the last expansion team. I mean, they made a run, uh, I believe, to the Stanley Cup Finals before losing to the Capitals and Alex Ovechkin. So maybe they are hoping that they, they were following the footsteps uh, footsteps of the Knights. Obviously, the Kraken, way better name than the Knights, in my opinion. Um, yeah, but, I think but, they changed all the expansion draft rules, so their roster is supposed to be pretty shitty. Um, again, I don't, I don't really have any reasons to like this bet other than the blogs told me to do it. So we're, we're going pure speculation here. Uh, my next college football pick is going to be Ole Miss minus three at Tennessee. Uh, Ole Miss, other than the loss to Bama, uh, they've won every game this year. They're coming off that 52 51 win, as you said, against Arkansas. Uh, this to me more so than anything is just kind of a pick by field game. You know, I love Lane Kiffin and Matt Coral and that Ole Miss offense. Uh, but really, I mean, Tennessee, it feels like hasn't won a big game for years now. And looking at their schedule, they're four and two. They beat in Bowling Green, Tennessee Tech, Mizzou, and South Carolina. The latter two are, you know, bottom of the half SEC teams. Uh, they lost to Florida 38-14 and Pittsburgh 31-14. Those have been the two best teams they played. And, you know, those two teams took care of business. I don't know. I mean, Tennessee, I know they're looking for their uh, first win on, in the uh, – Josh Heppel era, but first big win, I should say, but I don't know. I don't see the, the fighting lane train coming in and dropping this game. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I'll, I will probably bet almost almost this weekend. Three feels like a little bit low. Um, I was just thinking, holy shit, these teams have been putting up points all year. Why, why didn't I see this over as an easy bet? I just checked it. Guess, uh, guess the number. 87. You're going to be too low. 82. That's a big number. That's absurd. Which means the final score is going to be like 14 to 9. I mean, hold on. Let, let me read the Ole Miss scores this year because they've been insane. Ole Miss has put up 21 against Bama, 43, 54, 61, and then 52 at Arkansas. And Tennessee's put up 62, 45, Jesus, 38, 34, 56. I mean, fuck. I don't know. It, it, 
that over at 82 is looking a little bit attractive. I'm not going to take it, but I'm going to think hard about it. That's okay. Thinking, thinking's allowed. Yeah. You just feel so stupid. You know, when you, when you pick an over at 82 and the first half ends like 14, 17, yep. you know, if they, if they, if you don't score right out of the gate, you can lose this bet in like six minutes, but I don't know. Um, my first bet. So I took, I took the big underdog Seattle octopus in my first bet. So I'm going to counter it with a big favorite. Um, Texas minus 220 at home against Oklahoma State. Um, Oklahoma State is actually the higher ranked team here, and they're undefeated. They're five and zero. So at first, I was like Oklahoma State getting five and a half points. This is a no brainer. Um, and then I remembered that Oklahoma State hasn't beaten anybody. Texas looked great uh, on the road against Oklahoma this past week, or in a neutral site, wherever it was. Um, coming back home it just it's it's it doesn't seem like they're gonna lose this game to Oklahoma State I could see it being close Texas seems to play every game pretty close um but uh I I really like them in this one yeah Texas was up huge against Oklahoma too I mean at one point they were up I think 21 points so Caleb Williams coming in and leading the Sooners to victory in that game can't sit well with Sarkeesian and the Longhorn Nation so I think they'll bounce back at home big time as well I, I just think they're going to be so fired up looking to stomp a team and uh, local Oklahoma state's been a good story so far, very under the radar, but I just think with Bajor and Robinson, Texas has got too much fire. I like them at home as well. Uh, moving yeah. to the, moving to the NFL, my first pick. Um, and this isn't so indicative of one team's lack of skill as just what I think one team's mindset's going to be. Uh, and that's chiefs minus six and a half at the Washington football team. Uh, Chiefs dropped another game this week. They are now two and four with Patrick Mahomes, which would have been or two and four, two and two and three with Patrick Mahomes, uh, which regardless would have been unfathomable to think of coming into the year. Football team defense has not been great. Uh, I think Mahomes is just going to come out. This is going to be one of those scorched earth weeks where he reminds everyone why we think he's, you know, a transcendent quarterback throughout history. Um and I just think Mahomes is going to play angry. Simple as that. I like them to win by at least a touchdown. Hey, yeah, you know, I got to be honest. I hate it. Um, I've been betting the Chiefs. You know, they are usually like four to nine point favorites. Um, and I don't always pick them on the show, but I, I bet them like every week. And I, I just I lose money every week. They they always play from behind. Um, they uh, they have a terrible defense. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think people are figuring them out. But it, it just seems like they don't have their shit together right now. No, um, what you said about the, what you them. said about the defense is spot on. It's just you know ultimately as great as Mahomes is, you can only compensate so much. And they're always playing from behind, which just it makes it so hard for them to cover a six and a half or a seven and a half point spread. Um, I read somewhere, like I said, reading the blogs this week. Take my picks if you want to be uh, you know data driven. Um, and they've covered like four of the last 15 games. They don't cover. They're always playing with these big lines. I can't do it anymore. Check what I just sent you in the chat. There's no way the Kraken are losing this game based on what their uh, ice looked like prior to the game. That is straight out of a fish concert. I, I mean, this is just, whoa. this is, this is like an acid trip gone bad. This that that's scary. I'm worried for the fans in attendance. <laughs> Just absolutely terrifying. Um, yes. 
not didn't Off to did, a good start. Was not in consideration for the pick, but uh, maybe it should have been in hindsight. So uh, uh, now that we know that they have the most terrifying mascot in hockey, I'll let you make your third pick. Do they? Do they? I wonder if they have like a furry octopus mascot because that would be terrifying. But uh, that would be um, absolutely terrifying. I agree. I, yeah, uh, but I digress. Um, so b- before I take it. Um, after my brutal week last week, uh, I decided I'm, I'm not going to bet a single point spread this week. Um, I'm just going to take money lines. I'm just going to pick winners and losers back to basics. Um, so I got, uh, I got another favorite and another dog, and then I got an over, uh, my favorite is Detroit, uh, in Detroit against Cincinnati, um, Cincinnati, they looked really good against, uh, against green Bay this past weekend. Um, I don't, I don't want to say they should have won that game because they probably deserve to lose it. Um, but, uh, they, they look good. I think that's a, a real football team, um, and a, and a real offense. Um, and the Lions probably aren't a real football team, but you know, they, they, they play hard every week and they, they've seen to, uh, they lose a lot of close games. Um, and I think they're, uh, they're, they're due to win a close game. Um, I don't see Cincinnati blowing them out in Detroit. Um, and their coach was crying in the press conference. I mean, I don't know. I think that's a good omen. I think all your logic is there, but for my fourth pick, I'm taking the other side of this Bengals minus three. Oh, scumbag. Uh, the Bengals really impressed me last week against the Packers. I mean, Joe Burrow, assuming his throat injuries, you know, cleared up that offense looked really good. The defense was gritty. Um, I think this is going to be a close game. The, the lions to me, just, they strike me as a team that's going to be, one of those just hard luck teams all year that they're going to be in every game and just something's going to happen late where their fans just after years and years of continued heartbreak will continue to get their heartbreak even more heartbroken, even more for the rest of the year um, until Dan Campbell does something drastic, borderline crazy to uh, right the ship. Yeah. I mean, I think crying qualifies, uh, but for all of our listeners who, uh, who are keeping track of the quality of our picks and the quality of us as gamblers, uh, you may not have caught this, but a real pick just happened in the middle of our two picks. Um, there is a, a very real chance that we could both miss on this one because I took Detroit money line and Chase took Cincinnati minus three. So betting Cincinnati to win by one or two, just based on the implications of where we landed, feels like a pretty uh, safe landing point for all our listeners. I agree. Nice, nice, squishy, soft bet for the week. Yep. 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 And you get to have the joy of uh, winning in a place where we both lost. So I'm sure that'll make all of you happy. I can definitely um, think of one or two heads. That'll make very, that will be very, very happy beating not one of us, but both of us. And you know, what? what's life if you can't revel in somebody else's failure every once in a while, you know, if, if you want more info on that, and it's funny because you're like the third person I brought the song up to this week, which tells you a lot about how my brain works. Look up Avenue Q, Schadenfreude. It's the German word for um, having joy out of other people's misery. And if any of you uh, say you don't practice Schadenfreude, you're a fucking liar. Yes, or at least the kind of person that uh, I wouldn't want to associate myself with. I agree. Um, Fourth pick, who we got? <laughs> You know, <laughs> as a segue, um, we do have uh, um, a very close friend who is a supporter of the Chicago Bears um, and really, really hates it when they get their ass kicked by Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, as they seem to do almost every year. 
Um, so I'm taking the Packers minus 200 in Chicago. Um, at, at the basics, I think Chicago's looked pretty good the last two weeks. I think that defense is coming around, offense is figuring it out. Um, but they always seem to play their worst um, against the Packers. When Aaron Rodgers comes to town, um, he he's just uh, he suns these guys. So I'm taking Green Bay minus 200 money line. I don't see any way that they lose this game with the role they're on right now. Yeah, I think that's a great pick. Um, I was actually thinking about this game with the spread, which is four and a half. Um, ultimately decided against it, but I, I think, uh, you know, I think we talked about it last week a little bit, but it sure seems like that week one loss. Um, just, I mean, just further and further away each week. You know, everyone freaked out when they got their asses kicked, but they're going to be just fine. Aaron Rodgers remembered he has Devontae Adams, who's the best receiver in football, and the two of them are just kicking ass and taking names. So, yeah, I like the Packers against the Bears. Uh, my last pick is going to be the Cowboys. As much as it pains me to say this, I mean, that offense looks phenomenal. Uh, the defense looks much, much improved under Dan Quinn. I guess that's what happens when you have a real defensive coordinator as opposed to Mike Nolan, who Mike McCarthy hired as a favor last year. Um, the Patriots, they had to come back to win against Texans last week. They were down most of that game. You know, I, I think this is not a typical Bill Belichick team where he can just scheme, scheme, scheme. I know they only lost to the, the uh, Bucks by a point a couple weeks or a couple point two points, I think, a couple weeks ago. But I just think this Cowboys offense is a juggernaut. I think they're primed for a deep postseason run. Um, and ultimately, I just don't think Mac Jones is going to be able to keep up with Dak. So we're going Cowboys minus four against the Pats, even though the game is in New England. I agree on some points. Um, Dallas offense is awesome. Uh, I, I had a feeling it was going to be awesome. You know, it looked great last year before Dak went down. Um, they picked up right where they left off. Um, I think the defense is getting a lot of the digs effect right now. Um, you know, I think they're, uh, they're, they're giving up a lot of yards. I mean, they give up a lot of yards to the, to the Giants, even after DJ went down. You know, Glennon was uh, moving up and down the field against them. Um, I think it's only a matter of time before smart coaches like Belichick stop throwing in Diggs' direction. Um, and then I think they're just going to cut the other guys up, and I think they're going to move the ball. Um, I don't necessarily hate the pick, but, uh, you know, I, I hate to bet against Belichick getting five points at home against a team that can't play any defense, so I'm staying away. Yeah, I'm rooting for a tie in this game, honestly, because I hate both teams so much. Yeah, hate to root for a COVID infection, but if it was ever going to happen, I hope it's uh, Cowboys. Non-lethal COVID infection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, one of those asymptomatic ones where they all just have to sit the game out, take a loss. Yep. Would, would, couldn't have happened to a nicer group of guys. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Kadarius, Kadarius Tony, uh, I, I can't support you punching other players in this league, but if you're going to punch somebody, might as well be a Cowboy. Absolutely. Makes us proud. Makes me proud that we took him in the first round. <laughs> yeah no no one on twitter no giants fans were mad um when, when he threw that punch I, I always love when nfl guys throw punches um at other guys who have helmets on it just uh it, I, how angry do you have to get to punch another guy well, that was in the like, helmet where they're not gonna feel steven or steve young was on k and he's like he's like what's the you're gonna lose that 10 out of 10 times you're punching a hard helmet like you're gonna break your hand you're not gonna hurt the other guy I respect it, though. I mean, that's raw emotion. Your, your logic is so out the window that you're throwing a punch that you know is going to get you kicked out of the game and hurt yourself more than him. That's that's passion. Yeah, I mean, I would have liked it a lot more if it came before he, like, became a stud and had 10 catches for 180 <laughs> yards. But 
you know, if that's what it takes to each his own, we're not going to win many games this year anyway. So, yeah, you know, that's why he could do it though. If this was back when he was getting four snaps a game, we'd be like, you know, we'd be annoyed, but you, 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 uh, you, you go for 189 yards. You can punch whoever you want. We live and learn. We live and learn. All right. Final pick of the show. Who you got? Um, I'm taking the over, uh, which is 51 and a half in the chargers Ravens game. Uh, both of these teams are lighting it up right now in Baltimore last night. Um, chargers, I think I, I, I don't remember the score of this game completely. Um, I know they won. Who did they charge this week? Char- who the chargers? It was 40, yeah. 47, 42 against Cleveland. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, both of these teams are putting up big points right now. Um, I, I really, really like this over. Um, I'm not threatened by by either defense, really. Um, and 51 and a half seems like a very, very reasonable NFL number. So I like this pick a lot. Yep, this is a battle of two stud quarterbacks. It's going to be fun to watch. To me, it's the game yeah. of the week. Yeah, it's, it's going to be high scoring, it feels like. All right, so each of our pick fives, I got Bengals minus three against the Lions, Chiefs minus six and a half against the football team, Cowboys minus four at the Pats, Michigan State minus four and a half at Indiana, and Ole Miss minus three at Tennessee. And Dave, give us your five. I got the Octopus plus 190. <laughs> oh, no. Octopus are getting smoked. Yeah, they're down two goals. All right. Well, uh, eight time for a comeback. The game. Time for a oh, comeback. Oh, no. Oh no. And if this wasn't being recorded, I'd lie and say I took the spread, but I, I definitely took the money line. <laughs> so, um, so, okay. So we're own one this week. Uh, major setback to a major comeback. Um, then I got Texas minus 220, Detroit plus 150, Green Bay minus 200, and Chargers, Ravens over 51 and a half. Fun week of bets to come, fun week of sports. Dave, you got the hunt coming up this Saturday. I'm going to try to join. I know the Santolos are doing a bar night Friday. Who knows? May try to join that as well. What are you looking <laughs> forward to most the rest of the week? Uh, I'm making my triumphant return back to New Jersey. A lot of people like to slander that great state, but um, it's a really beautiful place in the fall. So I'm looking forward to maybe seeing some crunchy leaves. Mine will be, uh, I'm attending my first NFL game in just about two years, Giants-Rams. Uh, I'm expecting it to be a full-on clusterfuck of a game, given Daniel Jones, Saquon, probably Galladay is going to be out. Tooney's going to probably be suspended. So for all I know, I might be playing wide receiver on Sunday. Updates to come. <laughs> um, but at least I get to see Matt Stafford in the new Rams offense live, which will be cool. And I have Cooper Cup in fantasy, so hopefully White Thunder erupts for 30 catches at MetLife. Unlikely, but hey, a man can dream. Hey, spin zone. Expectations are going to be so low with all the injuries and us being one and four that you're not going to get an angry train ride home or a sad train ride home. Everybody going to that game is just there to drink a couple beers and hang out outside. So uh, at least we won't have to deal with the the pissed off uh, transit. And if worse comes to worse and we're really getting beat that bad, I can always retreat to the sports book. <laughs> yeah, you know, just win the tailgate and then uh, head over to the track. And on that note, with David Santola, my name's Chase Fedorsky. This is the Bagels and Locks podcast. Have a great weekend. <laughs>